I'm sad. I'm a little angry and I'm just disappointed. And I'm disappointed in, in the, in the short term in where this team is going. I'm more disappointed in what I'm realizing is now a, a lack of trust in Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley. I, I gave them a lot of benefit of the doubt and I, I, I'm not getting anything back. And I, and I really, I, I've heard so many people around the league say great hire, great hire, great hire. And and he's got a vision and they develop and I'm just not seeing it. And with every, every time he talks, I feel worse. And not at all. You talk about development and then you take the guy that's supposed to be the developmental project and he's hasn't really developed. And I think part of that is because of DeMar DeRozan. We've talked about this a million times, so I don't want to go over it again. But we look at how Karnaschovas, when he was in Denver, he was the one who drafted Jokic. He was the one who made the trade with the Bulls to acquire Gary Harris and Yusuf Nurkic for Doug McDermott. And it seems like everything that the Nuggets have done to become the first seed in the West right now, the Bulls haven't done any of that. In fact, they've done the polar opposite. And I, I said it on our last episode, which was what, how many days before the trade deadline? Five, four, um, four days before the trade deadline. I said, they're not going to make any moves. And I was right. I didn't want that to be the case in the weather, whether it was either direction. Okay. I'd rather them blow it up. And I think most people think they should, but if you're going to say, we're not going to sell, and then you don't make any moves while you're the ninth seed in the East and then suffer a brutal loss to a team that's just been put together. It, and it just shows how, how terrible the deadline was. They made three threes last night. Well, these are separate things. Three. We'll, yeah. We'll discuss, we'll discuss both of them. They, they didn't, it's, it's as much what AK said as what he didn't do. Because when he's talking about these, first it was these last 28 games. And then this morning, he's on with the Mully and Haw show with Haw and Dan Wiederer on the score, and it's down to 27 games. And I'm like, well, wait a second. That game was a data point. When you say that all these games matter in your decision and that this, don't give me close losses. Don't give me the fact that you think this team is has to is learning how to win. And he said, I'm disappointed that our record doesn't reflect the improvement. Well, guess what? Maybe you're not improving. They haven't improved. Maybe, maybe the record does reflect it. What what are you gonna see over these 27 that could possibly change what they've been since the all-star break last year? What could you possibly see? I'm just I'm just so disappointed. I'm so bereft. That, that we're getting from maybe he just doesn't understand that this isn't Denver. And if they want to talk about their six titles and if they want to put trophies on all their marketing material and on their, their masthead and, and always talk about those six trophies, you can't say, well, we, we've, we're in a lot of games. We're, we're improving. We're resilient. We've lost close games. It just makes me sick and it makes me sad and it's not okay. You can't talk to Bulls fans like that. You can't. It it their losses have been like the Chicago Bears losses. However, they were supposed the, the entire goal for the Bears was to lose tight games. And if the Bulls were to blow it up, I would be super happy with that because then you got you have guys developing 
and you have a chance to get the best prospect in 20 years. You you don't mess around with close losses when you're saying at the trade at the trade deadline oh we're not going to sell we're not going to sell because i believe we'll be a strong playoff team if you say that and you're happy with close losses and want to see where this team can go because of close losses what the hell are you thinking it it makes no sense everything is so contradictory it it, it it's just so stupid the other contradiction is that he said it was hard to find the right deal because it was such a buyer's market. Well, then sell. (laughs) If it's a buyer's market, take advantage of the buyer's market. Either way, use the market, whatever it is, whatever the dynamics are, to get the Bulls closer to winning a championship. And he won't even articulate that. Like, that's not even on their radar at the moment publicly. They're not even talking about that. It's make the playoffs this year to what end? Miss the playoffs this year to what end? None of it it comes together to make any sense. And the Vooch piece, too. If you want to try to get back some value for whatever you overpaid for him and you flip him because he's going to leave, fine. And if you're going to re-sign him, I want to know why. Because those numbers don't bode well. The, the, The performance of 33-year-old bigs over a certain threshold, the only guys who sustain any of that production are Hall of Fame-level players. And if you're going to still say, or if you're still searching for your Jokic, that you can have a a, a, a passing, below-the-rim, multi-talented big who doesn't really defend, you got to have a whole lot of other things go right. And I don't see any steps toward those either.